Now, Nevada Real Estate Radio. You'll never go wrong when you get your advice from real estate professionals that you know, like, and trust. Here is your host, Peter Padilla. Good day, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Nevada Real Estate Radio. I'm enjoying springtime. It feels like spring. It's almost spring, and it sure looks like spring when I look outdoors. Enjoying living in northern Nevada, dealing with the snow. Now we're going to be dealing with uh, the springtime. All good things happen when you look at owning real estate in northern Nevada. With me today on the studio, we're going to be talking with Christy Fernquest. She's the 2023 president of Sierra Nevada Realtors here in northern Nevada. We're going to look at the latest stats, talk a little bit about the merger between Reno Sparks Association of Realtors and Sierra Nevada Realtors. And we're also going to be looking at some ideas and talking about some tips for people that are looking to buy or sell homes in this tumultuous year. Transactions are a lot different today than they were just 12 months ago. Christy Fernquest will tell us more. We'll be back with her and more after this. If you want the best tax and legal secrets used by successful real estate investors today, contact Sherry Hill the Wealth Protection Diva at Sage International Incorporated, a local company that's been helping new as well as seasoned real estate investors for over 20 years protect their hard-earned wealth today. To schedule a free 30-minute consultation with Sherry, call 775-786-5515. That's 775-786-5515 to strategize with the Wealth Protection Diva today. Call Sage International the most productive hour of your week. Here is your host, Peter Padilla. We're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio. Good day to tune into our show. We help educate people when they're looking to buy or sell real estate. Education is really important in our world. That's why we focus on education for young people, too. We love the folks at Empower Youth Foundation. They use the power of custom curriculum and exclusive one-on-one instruction to give the gift of lifelong learning skills to at-risk youth. It's really amazing how many children could be superstars and celebrities if they just had a good handle on reading, math, writing, logic. Anything that can help them be a better student is going to mean a better adult and a better America. If you want to learn more and help support the good people at Empower Youth Foundation, visit the website empoweryouthfoundation.org and tell them Peter sent you. With me in the studio today, Christy Fernquest is joining us. She's the 2023 president from the Sierra Nevada Realtors. Welcome to our show, Christy. Hello, Peter. Thank you so much for having me today. It's good to have you here. We finally have a nice sunny day. Yes, it was beautiful. I came over Geiger Grade and it was snow free. Wow. I'm hearing about feet of snow in the Sierra Nevadas. Isn't that amazing just how much snow we have this year compared to a year ago? It was It's totally different, isn't it? Yep. The skiers and snowboarders are loving it. I bet. A lot of people that decide to move to northern Nevada that haven't been in Nevada before, that's probably one of the reasons that they look at our area. The mountain area, the snow activities, the skiing, you still hear a lot about that, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, absolutely. The proximity to uh, Lake Tahoe and the beauty of our um, high desert area is just absolutely stunning. Yeah. I mean, no matter what, they're not making any more Reno, Nevada. So it's no wonder that it has been discovered. I've been in northern Nevada, Christy, for 23 years now, and it's really different since 
since I got here. It was already a booming and bustling community. But now with all of the new economic development and all the new housing development and development as far away as the Tahoe Industrial Center, we really have a new vibe going on here. There's a lot more excitement. And I'm sure that that's reflected too in the transactions that have taken place over the last half a dozen years or so in northern Nevada. Yes, I would definitely have to agree, Peter. Uh, the the draw to northern Nevada has just grown exponentially. Mm-hmm. Actually, I got here about 23 years ago as oh, well. You too, huh? Yes, yeah. I'm a California transplant, uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, I have just find more beauty here every day and uh, it seems that other people are experiencing that as well. They're finding our our secret here. So Christy, as the 2023 president of the Sierra Nevada Realtors, maybe a lot of our listeners have not met you, do not know much about you, but why don't you let our listeners know just a little bit about yourself and uh, what brought, what draws you here and why you love it here. You bet. Uh, I was actually born and raised in San Francisco moved to Northern Nevada 23 years ago, Mm -hmm. and uh, I have been a Realtor 20 of those years. I have been involved with my local um, uh, community. I am also the Vice President of the Dayton Area Chamber of Commerce. Nice. Yes, and uh, I just love real estate. It's my my jam, and uh, I am fortunate to to be here and part of the growth here. The area offers a lot for all kinds of people. You know, there's a lot of people that move to northern Nevada, I know, because they're in the tech industry. And a lot of the people that move here are single, so they're looking at the nightlife. They're looking at the downtown and now midtown. But a lot of families are moving here, too. I have taken a variety of uh, trips around northern Nevada just so I make sure I'm familiar with the areas, look at the different communities. I drive quite a bit out to Yarrington, and that puts me in the Silver Springs area, Fernley area. Those areas, too, seem to be growing as well. Have you been out and noticed that that area, those areas, the rural areas, are starting to pick up as well? Yes, definitely. Uh, The specific area of uh, Silver Springs, which is just on the other side of the USA Parkway Mm -hmm. from the Tahoe Industrial Center. Uh, We are definitely seeing some large growth there. Uh, the there's a actually an airport in Silver Springs. I know, isn't yeah, that amazing? It is, and uh, they are actually in a position to um, have planes as large as the 737 land uh, at that airport, which is pretty cool for a regional. Um, but the the growth is is coming. The infrastructure of of the area needs to you know make sure that they are developing i think a little bit ahead of that so we're just seeing quite a bit of excitement and as you had said the vibe here is definitely uh, one that is thriving yeah i have friends and family all across the country and they're hearing more and more about things happening in reno obviously tesla and their operations at usa parkway is a big thing lately it's been about the weather because we've been making national news But as more people find out about Reno, Nevada, where it is, what it has to offer, I think we're just going to see more continued growth in the area. And that's why I think these rural communities, they're kind of our sister cities in a way, right? They're right next door. And there's a lot of them. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, They're they're hidden gems. And uh, there's just so much to potential for these areas. You know, I think a lot of the the old timers that are used to having – you know, no one else around uh, are are finding that maybe that you know there's more to they they 
are sh- having to share the beauty of their area. I've never really thought about myself as an old-timer, but maybe <laughs> I am an old-timer. I guess it, it's all relative, isn't it? Yes, it is. So later on the radio show, I want to talk about the stats the median home prices, the closed sales, days on market, and so forth, that we have here in northern Nevada. But before we get to that, Chrissy, I'd like to have you talk to us a little bit about Reno Sparks Association of Realtors and Sierra Nevada Realtors. Up until the end of 2022, they were two different organizations, and I would talk to people from both sides. And my understanding was that uh, the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors was, in fact, there, Reno Sparks, whereas Sierra Nevada Realtors was more in the Carson City area. So can you give us an update as to what's happened since then and how we're, how, we're, how the two organizations are established now? Yes, absolutely. It's, it's very exciting. So the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors has been around for a few decades. The Sierra Nevada Realtors, uh, we last year was the 60th anniversary. Mm. Um, and generally, the area that covered that association, primarily, as you indicated, Carson City uh, is where the office is yes. located. Okay. And we reach out to um, Lyon County, Story County, and Douglas County mm-hmm. are, is the um, basis of our membership, or was. And so when we decided to join forces with Reno Sparks Association, what we did was we completely restructured the two associations. So it wasn't so much a merger or acquisition as a restructure. Mm-hmm. So it is, it you know, we have the grassroots of both um, associations, and we're very careful to um, remember tradition and keep alive uh the 60 years of, of the Sierra Nevada Association, because it was a smaller association, um, there was a lot uh, of work to be done. But I would say we had the right people at the right time, and the restructure has gone just so well. A lot of hard work has gone into it. I bet. But it is definitely beneficial to our members and the community. So RSAR, which I had more uh, interaction with because they are here in Reno, where our offices are, well, they offered a lot of educational resources. The facility would allow uh, real estate uh, organizations like the Reno Real Estate Investors Club to meet there. And they had constantly uh, levels of education for all people interested in the world of real estate. Is that going to continue? Absolutely, Peter. Uh, in fact, it will be even better and on a larger scale because we are maintaining our Carson City location. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do own that building. It is right across from the um, Capitol. Yeah. So it's quite exciting, especially this time, uh, you know, with the legislature in a session. So we do have the two locations. Uh, we do provide education and we rent the facilities. Uh, so, yes, the answer to your question is we are still doing that, but even bigger and better than before. Well, that's great. And I've had a visit not too long ago from Sarah Sharkey, the 2023 president of the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors. You're the 2023 president of Sierra Nevada Realtors. So are those two positions still active, two presidents, essentially? Well, that is a great question, Peter. Uh, We do have a very unique situation in that because we are now one association, uh, we did keep the name Sierra Nevada Realtors, but it is genuinely a 100% new association. So what we did this year, because we knew that there was a lot to be accomplished, Sarah and I are actually co-presidents of the new Sierra Nevada Realtors. Nice. Yes, 
we had already held the elections for each individual association. And so mm-hmm. when we just started the discussions for the restructure, we decided it was uh, feasible for us to both act as president for this year. Got it. That's a good idea. Yeah. And that way, uh, you've always got somebody watching your back, don't you? Yes. We And we are a great team. <laughs> I bet you are. I love Sarah Sharkey. And uh, I've met a number of other people that are on your board of directors. Uh, you have Twee Tran. Yep. Has done some work. Uh, we've done some work with her. Sarah Scatini, of course, has been in our offices in the past, and she's a great spokesperson. Yes. Of course, Aaron Schiller from Tycor Title. We've done some work with her, and Matt Swanson is there too. He's one of your directors. You've got some great people there. Yes, we do. We are very blessed to have such a, an, a wonderful, experienced, and uh, just super enthusiastic uh, board. Before we get a break, talk to me about the membership. I recall that Reno Sparks Association of Realtors had about 3,000 members, 3,300 members, somewhere in that range in 2022. Tell me about the Sierra Nevada Realtors. What was that membership like? Uh, We were right just below 700, roughly. And actually, we just came out uh, and announced it yesterday in our first membership meeting Mm -hmm. that we are at combined now as the new association at about uh, 3,800 members. 3,800 strong. Yes. That's great. Yes. We're just shy of 4,000, which uh, is the level to um, bring us to be considered a large association in mm-hmm. the National Association. Right? Mm-hmm. Well, you're going to have to keep your eye on that, or otherwise yeah. you're going to take that next leap. Yeah. <laughs> I'm enjoying my conversation with Christy Fernquest. She's the 2023 president of the Sierra Nevada Realtors. When we come back, we're going to look at the stats and see how they compare to last month, last year, maybe even a couple of years ago, people that bought homes in northern Nevada a little while back, it doesn't take too far back, they're probably pretty happy right now looking at the values of their homes and the fact that they live in such a beautiful area. We'll be back with more after this. A gratifying career as a CSA Head Start teacher or early Head Start teacher is your chance of a lifetime. Hello, I'm Yvette Clark and I've been in Northern Nevada for over 50 years and I've worked at CSA for one year. We do a family restaurant style eating at Early Head Start and the kids try all new foods. We would love to have you join us. Give us a call if you're interested, 775-786-6023. You're tuned in to 93.7 FM and this is Nevada Real Estate Radio. Many of our listeners are real estate investors. Sure, we all all want to own our own home and worry about our children's ability to find a home and help people when we can to purchase a home, refinance a home. But the people that really, really make things move, it seems like, are real estate investors. I mean, let's face it, even a primary residence home buyer is an investor. They're investing a lot of their hard-earned income in what they hope will be a great decision to purchase real estate. When people move out of their first home, a lot of times they turn it into a rental. Then they buy another home, and now they're real estate investors as well as primary residents. When that happens, I recommend people talk to Sherry Hill, the wealth protection diva at Sage International. She helps people incorporate their real estate business the right way so that you can get maximum professional protection by incorporating so that you can create some distance between yourself and perhaps tenants vendors and attorneys more talk to sherry hill if you have investment property that is not incorporated give her a call 800-254-5779 or visit sageintl.com 
and tell Sherry that Peter sent you. With me in the studio today, Christy Fernquest, President for 2023 of the Sierra Nevada Realtors. Christy, hope you're enjoying being with us today. Thank you, Peter. I'm very happy to be here. I enjoy being here, too, because I get to talk to people about my favorite subject, real estate, real estate for investors. I travel to Yarrington on occasion, so that takes me through Fernley, Tahoe Industrial Center, Dayton, Carson City. Sometimes I get over to Minden, Gardnerville. I love these little communities. It's like right next door to Reno. And many times I find that those areas have better prices for primary residents, Christy, than the metro area of Reno Sparks. Are you finding that more people are asking about these little rural areas around the metro? Yes, definitely, Peter. Uh, you know, the the term I hear a lot is you get more bang for your buck, um, a little bit more dirt under, you know, your property uh, out in the rural areas. You get sure. more privacy, too. Yeah, definitely. For these old timers like we were talking about, sometimes <laughs> we just want a little bit more space, maybe a little bit more quiet. As people mature, they want different things. It's always great to start out in the metro. I love Midtown, Reno. It's so much fun. But I'm not the kind of person that would want to live there. Many people are taking up residence, though, in smaller homes and condos and duplexes, threeplexes, fourplexes in the metro area. But when it comes to the rurals, Fernley, Fallon, Minden, Gardnerville, Stagecoach. Mm-hmm. People like that space, don't they? Yes, definitely. You get uh, you get sort of the best of of everything because of the close proximity. You know, you can be in Stagecoach, Nevada, and within twenty minutes, you can be in Carson City, yep. uh, Sparks. You know, I guess well, twenty minutes you might need to drive a little fast, but but relatively speaking, you're still pretty close to to the action and and the the big box stores and whatnot. Oh yeah, I've lived in Denver, Colorado, Phoenix, Arizona, El Paso, Texas. Did a lot of work in San Diego, California, Los Angeles, uh, Las Vegas. Uh, when driving through those cities, it takes a good hour to get across, in some cases, even more, and a lot of stress. In Reno, Sparks, it takes you about 15 minutes to get across, and yeah, there's a little bit of stress there, but it's nothing by comparison. I know that because when people move here from some of those big cities, they tell me, Peter, it's so nice and quiet here, so so uh, light on the traffic. But again, people that have been here all their lives, they've seen that change. They've seen that growth. I'm wondering, too, sometimes if maybe the lifelong residents of Reno and Sparks, when they want that more quiet, they'd be great candidates to look at some of these rural areas because they can get so much value out of the home that they have here. I mean, prices have gone up dramatically over the last few years. Yes, definitely. Well, I, I'm using Lyon County as an example. You know, back in 2007, it was the fastest growing county in the nation. Uh, and I think we are seeing that growth come back to yeah. Lyon County. Mm-hmm. But uh, a lot, I, we do see quite a few people moving from uh, the Reno uh, metro area, so to speak, mm-hmm. uh, to the more rural areas for that privacy and and peace. I will say our biggest traffic problem at this time would be the wild horses, which is, uh, (laughs) you know, uh, depending on how you look at it, it's it's a problem, but it is also uh, quite a beauty to behold, you know, having to wait for wild mustangs to cross the road. Oh, yes. I have to deal with that often myself. I live in Hidden Valley, Mm -hmm. and we have a lot of horse visitors, horses, Mm -hmm. coming down from the BLM property and 
walking right through the neighborhood. Yeah. And um, I have no problem with them at all. I love them. They're so gentle and they're so uh, comfortable. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably because they've this is their their native area. They're, they used to roam but way before that housing development came in. Right. And I know that that, that is a, a loaded uh, question there and, and topic of discussion, obviously, is is the wild horses. But uh, what I was really aiming towards was the fact that the the traffic and what you have to deal with to maybe get to work is is a different um, it's a different challenge than it is yeah. in a metro area. I'd rather have this than what I had in Phoenix. Yeah. <laughs> Just tons and tons of traffic. Well, let's get down to talking about the values for homes. So I remember in May of 2022, that's less than a year ago, the median home prices in northern Nevada were really strong. In fact, when I look at May for Reno and Sparks last year, the median home price was $615,000. That was about eight months ago. So where, where are we right now with the median sales price? Um, I believe in the Reno-Sparks area, we are uh, close to 515000 So that is about a 7.5% decrease. Yeah, or, or let's say it, $100,000 less yeah. than it was less than a year ago. It's really amazing how far down they've dropped. But when you look back two years or three years, we're still way up from just a few years ago. Right. I would have to say the the last year or two, uh, I would use the word inflated. Uh, the the d- supply and demand obviously is, you know, a fundamental of economics. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, we just were seeing uh, low inventory. So and the demand was high. And I believe that pushed it up uh, a little bit higher than than where we should be. So I, I like to use the term corrected market. We're, yeah. we're leveling off. Yeah, it's more plateaued as it should have. I go back as far with my uh, stats that I have here in front of me, back as far as four years, January of 2019, the median sales price was $362,000. Wow. That uh, shows a big increase for the people that were uncertain at the time. Can you imagine in 2019 people were saying, gee, is this a good time to buy a house? I don't know. They've gone up so dramatically. Uh, what about the interest rates? Well, gee, they're, they've gone up from two and a half to two and three quarters. I'm not sure we can handle these higher interest rates. Isn't that funny? It you is. You go back that far? It is. The, those darn crystal <laughs> balls. I wish we they came out. I knew. <laughs> so many people ask me, Peter, have we hit the top? Have we hit the top? I, I don't know. I don't know whether we've hit the bottom. But it does say that the people that bought real estate, even though they might have been hesitant in 2019 or 2020, they make great decisions, didn't they? Absolutely. Definitely. I mean, we've seen the appreciation there. Those uh, times were such that there really wasn't that waiting line of people to see homes because even though it was a good idea to buy a home then, we didn't have nearly the demand that we have now. Uh, Tesla wasn't rolling nearly as big at TSA Parkway as it is today. And really, Reno wasn't as discovered as it is today. So the reason I bring that up is because I think everybody's looking for the right timing. No, you know, there's never the right time, the perfect time. But I always recommend people buy when things have dipped a little bit. And $100,000 dip, that's a big incentive just when you look at the price. Yes, I would have to agree with that. Uh, and with uh, interest rates, you know, that, that is obviously a huge factor in buying power. And uh, that that being a little unstable at this moment, you know, mm-hmm. as we speak, um, yeah. you know, with the stock market changing today, uh, there's just, uh, 
you know, you have to speculate a little bit, but, you know, no time like the present. You know, the, the, the thing that most people, I think, don't think about when they're looking to buy a home is that the timing has to be right for them. And I'm not talking about the timing of the price or even the interest rates. It's, is it the right time in your life? Because if you have a growing family, if you just got married, or you're taking on an elderly parent to come and live at your home, you need, you need more space or you need different space. And that's always, to me, the first thing that I recommend people think about if they are considering buying a home is, is it the right time in your life? After that, then you look at all these other factors like median price and interest rates and so forth. But you first have to decide if there really is that need there. Right. And I I am so glad you said that, Peter, because that is always my first question when I'm interviewing a client, whether they are a buyer or a seller, is what, what is your why? Why are you talking about real estate at this point in your life because that is uh, definitely the driving force. You have to do what's right for your family. And, um, you know, obviously the prices and interest rates are, are a factor, a determining factor. But, mm-hmm. but you know, the actual need or want for the move of whether it's a buy or sell, it, it has to come from, from your why. Yeah, from your inside, yeah. of course. Median sales price, 500 hundred and fifteen thousand dollars on the latest report i got from sierra nevada realtors christy we want to talk about a lot more things on this report because it's not just the price that makes the difference it's all of these other factors but we have to take a quick break please hang on we'll be back with more after this Natakwa. Natakwa News, the original, entertaining, informative, and historic publication. Natakwa News is a community newspaper with good news, history, travel, and fun. Natakwa News is delivered to the north slopes of the Sierra Nevada throughout Nevada and California. It's a delightful experience of yesteryear. The articles are outstanding, and the illustrations bring the stories to life. Fun for all ages. Natakwa News. Pick up your copy today. And we're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio. A lot of people move to northern Nevada. They already have jobs. They already have careers. But sometimes people move here and they might have a family member that needs to get a job or they might want to change jobs. But they're looking for something really meaningful and supportive of the community. I recommend that you talk to the good folks at Community Services Agency. Right now they have some great opportunities for people that want to become Head Start and Early Head Start teachers. Perfect candidates, well, they would be, first of all, retired teachers would be great. Somebody who wants to give some time back to the community. And then young people who want to get into the teaching world but think that they just can't make it in the higher educational system to become a teacher. The good news, Community Services Agency can help many of our candidates get their degrees to become teachers. A great way to start is by being a teacher's assistant. And you will absolutely love working with young kids, some of them as young as three months old, at Head Start and Early Head Start. It's really amazing, the benefits, the happiness, the joy, and the great income that you can get by being a Head Start teacher. If you want to learn more, visit the website, csareno.org, or call 775-786-6023 and tell them Peter sent you. With me in the studio today, I'm enjoying my conversation with Christy Fernquest. She's the 2023 president of the Sierra Nevada Realtors. 
Christy, you are in Carson City. You're in Reno, Nevada. What office do you work out of? The the main office, the new office? Well, actually, Peter, I, I work out of both offices. Both offices. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of both. Um, I actually live uh, just outside of Carson City, so mm-hmm. I, I do spend a lot of time at that uh, branch office location. Yeah. Um, but the Reno office is, you know, they've got their their coffee machine is is the bomb. So <laughs> yeah, they've got a great coffee. Machine. Yes, they do. Uh, but yeah, so we I try to balance out my time between the two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it's great that uh, Carson being the state capital is really such a small community. If it wasn't the state capital, it might be one of the rural communities we talk about, wouldn't we? Yes, I would have to say so. And at this time of uh, year, or every two years, yeah. you know, the the city is just, the vibe oh, is buzzing. just, it's a buzz. Yeah. And being that we literally can see the, the Capitol building from our, our building mm-hmm. is really exciting. Well, it's nice because being right in Carson City, if there are any issues at the legislature that you need to make comments on or at least, at the very least, just go in and get the information as it's happening, you're right there. So it's really a good idea, I think, to be right that close to the facility. Yeah, you bet. We, we are there to protect property rights every chance we get. And they constantly are in need of uh, maintenance. It seems like the way things are going in the world. But the good news is people still look at our area as one of the most desirable areas in the country because of our median sales prices. I have found, in fact, Christy, that the median sales price in Reno Sparks is about $150,000 higher than the national average. So even though Reno Sparks is not officially a high price market, I tell first time home buyers that are struggling, you have to look at that. It is a high price market. You'd be a lot better off if you're looking to find something closer to your price range to go with what the average is going on across the country. And the closest place you can find that really I think is Fernley, Nevada. So why don't we talk about Fernley for just a minute because it's my favorite small town in Northern Nevada. We look at Reno Sparks, the median sales price, $515,000. Give us an idea of where Fernley is for the same basic type of home, a typical three-bedroom, two-bath, two-car garage. You bet. So generally, uh, Fernley is is a great little city. Um, it is very comparable to Dayton, uh, just on price point and and some of the demographics. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what what we're seeing right now is the median sales price is right around four hundred and twenty thousand. Four twenty. Okay. Yeah, um, and it is a healthy market as well. Mm-hmm. And four twenty. That's again about a hundred thousand dollars lower than Reno Sparks is today in the same comparable time. We talked about how over the course of the last eight months or so, the median sales price in Reno has gone down by 100000 So uh, you can save another 100000 by looking at Fernley or Dayton or some of the other areas if you're really a price-conscious shopper. But let's face it. People want to live in Reno. People want to live in Sparks because this is where the busy action is. So let's look at another factor when we look at the activity in northern Nevada on real estate purchases and sales. How many closed sales did we see in the past 30 days, Christy? Uh, Well, depending on which area you're looking at, Peter, in the Reno-Sparks area, it looked as if there was 274 closed sales. Um, in Fernley, you know, Lyon County, Dayton, we saw 153 closed sales. Mm-hmm. And we also have Churchill and Churchill County, Churchill County oh, and Churchill Douglas County. County. Yes. Churchill County, that's where Fallon, Nevada is. Yep. Yeah. And that is the um, the 
Air Force base that trains the Top Gun. Yeah, the Blue yeah. Angels there. Yeah. yeah. It's really something. I love traveling to Fernley yeah. and Fallon because it's right on the way. Yeah, yeah. It's so nice. So what's it look like in Churchill County? Peter, that is a great question. And I am seeing a median sales price of 332.5 with 18 closed sales mm-hmm. recently. Mm-hmm. Um, they are actually doing a lot to build more housing for a, a, you know, what they're calling affordable housing to facilitate the air base there because they are apparently expanding the air base as well. Yeah. So that's that's exciting news. Well, that just shows you how dramatically different the pricing is when you travel 60 or 65 miles away. I think Fallon is about 65 miles from Sparks, mm-hmm. about an hour's drive. Um, it's pretty amazing, the difference. But again, when people want to think about moving to northern Nevada, they're typically t- talking about Reno and Sparks. And that number that you gave me, which was under 300 closings in the last reporting period in Sparks, in Reno, that's that's an unbelievably low. I mean, there are about 300,000, maybe close to 400,000 people in Reno Sparks. And when you look at that small of a number, you know, I'm wondering, are there is the demand that low? Uh, is, is it the pricing? Is it the interest rates? Why do you think the number is lo- as low as it is? Well, I would have to say it might be that it's more spread out, as we were talking about a few minutes ago, is the, the rurals. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think maybe more people are discovering those rural communities yep. and finding the price point to be more affordable and getting more more for their dollar. You're right. It could be. Uh, maybe on the next visit, we'll add up all the numbers together from all the counties and see where we are. And that might make more sense when you look at it from that perspective. Uh, let's talk about the number of days on market, specifically in Reno Sparks. I, I like to refer back to May of 2022 because that was really the peak of, of the real estate market in Reno Sparks. Median sales price then, $615,000. Today, $515,000. Median days to contract in May of 22 was only seven days. What are we looking at now? Uh, well, that's seven days. That was crazy. <laughs> uh, uh, we are now looking closer to 33 days on oh, average. Okay. So you've got over a month on market before the deal goes to a contract. That means that that gives people time to look at the house, compare with others, talk to the sellers, You know, get more information, not having to make the... The really rushed deals that people were making last year. Yes, I, that is that is a really important factor, uh, particularly as a buyer's agent. You know, you want to make sure that your client isn't just jumping on to, into something that that maybe they really really don't want or need. Mm-hmm. And um, so, I I feel like having a little bit more time days on the market is great for the buyers. Yeah. The sellers, on the other hand, uh, get a little anxious and and wonder why their house isn't have multiple cash offers within the first forty eight hours. So. Um, um, I feel like, like I said, it's a little bit better for the buyer right now. Mm-hmm. Um, buyers are asking for incentives, but a seller really needs to take, I think, the opportunity to really get their house ready for the market now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, whereas I was telling clients last year, you know, you don't necessarily need to worry about the curb appeal because it's going to sell itself. But Today, in today's market, the curb appeal is really that much more important. Yeah. And to take the time to get your home ready for the market before putting it on the market. Mm -hmm. So when the buyer has five other homes to choose from, yours would really have a chance to stand out and and be 
uh, made an offer on. That's great advice for the sellers because um, we, a lot of times we focus primarily on the buyers. But let's do talk about the sellers. They have different challenges this year than they had last year. You're right. That's one of them is that you really do have to make the home appealing to purchase as opposed to last year when you had a line of people waiting at the door to see the home in case the current uh, uh, viewer of the home was not interested. The second one would come in, and many times the second or the third one would make that purchase if the first one didn't because there was so much pressure to get deals done on from all sides, right? Right. Now that that's not the case, um, you're right. The sellers have to do more. What else do they need to do besides working on curb appeal? You talked about incentives. What are some of those incentives that they might offer? Well, uh, uh, buyer contribute or seller contributions to the buyer's closing costs is a is a huge uh, benefit to the buyer. Um, it, what it does is. Uh, provides an opportunity maybe for a buyer that was not in a position because they didn't have the cash to make a down payment, uh, closing costs, that things of that nature. Uh, with the interest rates going up, the uh, buying down points is a thing now. So uh, the the sellers really need to be prepared that when they do get an offer, that this buyer will more than likely ask for incentives. And those incentives, as you say, they can be perhaps helping with the financing by right. adding some cash from the seller's side to help the borrower get a lower interest rate. That will maybe help them with the mortgage payment. Well, exactly. And make that lower mortgage payment. The other thing, I know that there's substantial closing costs involved with purchasing and selling a home in northern Nevada. Sometimes that can be as much as 3% of the purchase price. Can the buyer ask the seller to help with those things, you know, to cover title, escrow, appraisals, inspections, and so forth? Yes, exactly. That is exactly what I, I um, am referring to. So not only can they help with – so actually, uh, lender does not allow the seller to pay – contribute to the down payment, but absolutely they can contribute to the closing costs. And in fact, most likely uh, – Maybe even the entire closing cost, which uh, would be close to that 3% that you're referring to. That can to. be substantial on a $500,000 purchase, and we're talking about $15,000. Right. But again, it is a, a small number compared to the overall purchase price, price when you're looking at a median sales price in Reno and Sparks of about $515,000. One of the ways that we were able to note that last year was by looking at the list price received. Essentially, how much did the seller get from what they were asking? The numbers are really dramatic, and our listeners maybe won't even believe this, but they have changed so much. You know what? I'm going to wait till we come back from this commercial break. I'm going to have to get some air before I talk about these numbers. I'll continue my conversation with a Sierra Nevada Realtors representative for 2023, the president, Christy Fernquest, will be joining us again when we come back. If you want the best tax and legal secrets used by successful real estate investors today, contact Sherry Hill, the wealth protection diva at Sage International Incorporated, a local company that's been helping new as well as seasoned real estate investors for over 20 years protect their hard-earned wealth today. To schedule a free 30-minute consultation with Sherry, call 775-786-5515. That's 775-786-5515. to strategize with the Wealth Protection Diva today. Call Sage International. The articles are outstanding, and the illustrations bring the stories to life. 
Fun for all ages. Natakwa News. Pick up your copy today. Natakwa. We're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio. Thanks for being with us today. Enjoying conversation with industry experts so we can help people make great decisions when it comes time to buy or sell real estate here in our favorite state of the country, Nevada, and especially northern Nevada. It's quite a difference, northern Nevada, isn't it, Christy Fernquist, than southern Nevada? Yes, definitely. Not only the summers are cooler up here, uh, but we have a lot less people. A lot less people. And I find that the people that are here are actually nicer people. Have you ever found that, that that people in northern Nevada are so nice? People in northern Nevada are very nice, definitely. Yeah, I've lived in a lot of different parts of the country, and this is the place where they are the nicest and friendly, and it's just a delightful place to be. And I hope it always stays that way, too. As we get more and more people, we have to tell them. And I I hope that at your real estate offices, you tell people, now, remember, it's important to be nice if you buy a home in northern Nevada. Is that a good policy? Absolutely. I am 110% behind that policy, Peter. (laughs) All right. You can call it the Peter policy. I love it. So let's talk about the list price received. We were talking about that just before we went to the break. Last year, May of 22, the peak of the market in northern Nevada for 2022, the list price received by sellers was over 100%. 100.9%, in fact, is the average of the list price received. I'm sure that in some instances it was even higher, maybe 102%. And what does that really mean? Well, it means that if a seller is asking X number of dollars for their home, let's say he's asking $500,000 for his home, but there's so many people making offers, and the people that are making offers know that the only way they'll really get their offer accepted is if they sweeten the deal, right? So last year, people were offering more. Seller at fi- asking 500, somebody would offer 505, maybe 510 or 520 to make sure that they got the deal. That's how you get a list price received over 100%. In the latest stats, it's not quite like that. It's not over 100%. It's actually below 100%. The list price received I see on my stats is 97.4%. So getting back to that $500,000 purchase price that a seller is hoping he can find from a buyer, at this level, he probably would be somewhere in the neighborhood of four hundred and seventy-five, maybe $485,000. Again, it's a pretty big number when you look at just that number. It's about $15,000. That's about as much as closing costs are on a typical purchase. Tell me about the your impression of the list price received. What are some of the reasons that you think those numbers have gone down? Well, uh, I would have to say it's the old supply and demand again. And we are, you know, uh, the, the market is healthy and there are people buying homes. But like I was saying, the, the buyers can be more selective and take a little bit more time now. Mm-hmm. So... You know, because it's not a frenzy anymore, I believe that the people are sticking closer to the asking price. Um, Seller concessions, you know, don't come off of the purchase price. So there there is maybe a little bit of um, statistics that can be looked at to look at the actual sales price and the seller concessions to the buyer. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, the seller, whether they are just taking a lower purchase price and or doing seller concessions, their bottom line is going to be affected. Oh, yeah. In fact, I'm not sure whether these list price received numbers that I get uh, include the seller concessions. Maybe this is strictly the price. So that actually might be a little bit more. Correct. And that is a, a... 
definitely a topic of discussion with appraisers because they need to know if there are uh, seller concessions to the buyer because it does affect the seller's bottom line. But it it, it is it does skew the those numbers that you're looking at a little bit. Yeah. But to get to the point of the fact that they were over 100 people were offering and getting more than they were asking last year, we are just seeing with the market correction. And I believe at seven, 97.5%, that's actually still overall pretty good. Oh, yeah. When you're that close to what you want, most people are going to be happy. Yes. And you mentioned appraisers as being an integral part of the process, and they always are, especially if there's financing involved. But, Christy, last year, I remember some people were foregoing appraisals as part of their drive to get a close a deal done. Um, Did you hear about that, too? Yes, I did hear about that. I experienced that. Uh, but generally, if you are getting a loan and you're putting, you know, any less than 20% on average down, an appraisal is required by the lender just to make sure their collateral is is what they think it is. Yes. Yeah. But uh, the appraisals are, are definitely uh, coming back, even for the, the cash buyers. And the same thing with in home inspections. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was hearing about some home ins- home buyers were foregoing the inspection. I mean, I know a lot of lenders require the inspection, but there were some cash deals taking place and probably still are over the past few years. And, and sometimes in order to make those deals work, they would forego some of these, I think they're really critical inspections. Yes, I absolutely agree. Uh, you know, even an investor buying a home for a rental, they really should know what they're getting before they they sign on the, the final dotted line because you just don't know. Uh, agents don't generally go under a house or on a roof, right? So those home inspections are, are critical for sure. Oh, they absolutely are. Sometimes uh, they can save your life in many ways because I've seen some inspections. I've gone on a number of inspections with home inspectors just so I can get some education on how it works. And it's really amazing what you see when you do crawl under a a home, when you go through the crawl space. Uh, Many a time I've found that those visqueen linings are damaged or that there are rodent issues or other pest issues that, you know, you won't even notice until you you take that jacket off, take your hat off, and get under the house. Absolutely. That that leaking shower that's just dripping a little bit just every little day, bit. Yep. It, it adds up. <laughs> <laughs> no, no kidding. Well, let's talk a little bit more about these stats that we get from the Sierra Nevada Realtors. I really like this one number because it kind of makes it real simple when you look at how the values are going this year versus last year. We're comparing current stats from February of 2023. That's the most recent stats that we have available to the stats that we had last year, 2022 in May. And that was the peak of the market. The sold per square foot number is to me the easiest one because so many home builders, remodelers, contractors, that's their world of understanding. So last year when we look at homes being sold for $336 a square foot, well, $336 is not a whole lot of money until you multiply it by the square footage of the home you want to buy. That's how you get to the final number. So $336 a square foot for last year, you bring that down to this year, $286 a square foot. That sounds like a huge bargain, doesn't it? It really does. And I, like you referenced, you know, I believe the builders uh, really look at it that way. And, uh, you know, because that is what it costs to build, right? Mm-hmm. So to focus in on that point, that is um, 
a measure yep. that some some use and some don't, right. I would say it it can be a little deceiving because you could have, you know, a beautiful home, but it's very small and it might be on 20 acres, whereas you have a, you know, 4,000 square foot home that's on a, a postage stamp lot. Yeah. So it, it just sort of <laughs> depends on, you know, it's all relative. I yeah, guess I guess there's no one number you can look at right. to say if this deal is right, is the timing is right. But this, to me, this is like the number I have on my speedometer. Mm-hmm. When I'm seeing I'm going over $300 a square foot, I'm probably out of my price range. But now at 286, it's getting back closer to my own affordability. Right. Unless it's a, a beautiful little house, you see. So that's where it becomes relative. You know, if I could find a house that's one square foot, I would pay $286 <laughs> for that house. I can live in a tiny house. <laughs> well, tiny houses are making a, a rage these days. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> Isn't that something? Well, let's talk about the new listings. How many homes are available for sale? Uh, last year, we had a whole bunch course it was in the springtime that i'm referring to when we go back to may springtime is typically the busiest time of the year right yes yes it is and i think this year will be even more so because we'll all be so glad to see the snow gone (laughs) exactly last year in may of 2022 reno sparks we had 735 new listings this year what does it look like uh, we're looking at about 564 uh, active listings with 312 uh, new Mm -hmm. okay all right. So it looks like it's, although it's backed off a little bit, we're still in winter, let's face it. And so we haven't hit the, the peak of the spring market. I have a feeling, just from my perspective, that it's probably going to come back pretty close to what it was last year. Maybe it might even exceed it. Yeah, I would have to agree, Peter. Uh, I think just because maybe it's been such a long winter, uh, people will be a little bit more excited to you know, get outside and and work on that curb appeal like I was talking about. Oh, yeah. And once you start doing that, you discover that maybe, um, you know, it's a good chance to, a good time to cash in on your real estate investment. It might be. There are so many other opportunities across the state and across the country. It might be really a, a great way to rocket launch the next part of your life. Hey, that sounds great, Peter. One of my favorite stats, of course, is the month supply of inventory. Uh, let's look at last year. If we go back one year, back to March, we had less than one month's supply of inventory. In fact, it was at 0.7 of a month. That's about three weeks' worth of inventory. Where are we looking at now for the Reno-Sparks area? Um, we're looking at about two and a half uh, at this point. Two and a half months. I believe so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's that's a, a big increase from last year. In fact, it's a, up 150% from last year. So that's the good news again for buyers is that there are more homes available to view, to select, and to hopefully get a great offer on. Last year was a real frenzy. I'm really glad we're through that. Uh, I saw a lot of people making what I thought could be really bad decisions because they were so rushed. I know some people who were buying homes sight unseen. Yeah, I that was a little nerve-wracking, I'd have to agree. Yeah, if they're yeah. not happy for whatever reason, I know they're going to come back to the realtor and say, why did you sell me that house? Right, exactly. <laughs> but at the time, they had to have it, right? Well, at the time, uh, they right. were demanding it, right? Right, right. So, so But the, the stats, uh, they, they're compared to what's happening in the national economy and the world economy. Uh, you know, for the big part, I see a pretty good amount of stability here in northern Nevada. I would have to say so, and and that's why I use the term leveling off and correcting, because I feel like we are in a good place right now overall. 
you know, and we are still an income tax-free state. So yeah. we got that going for us. Oh, for I sure. love that. Yes. All you have to do is make income. And right. then you're on the road to success. There you go. Christy Fernquest, I know you're busy as the 2023 president of the Sierra Nevada Realtors. And I really appreciate you being here with us today. Is there anything that I did not cover that you wanted to share with our listeners? I uh, am thankful for your time to be here. And, uh, you know, we are very excited at Sierra Nevada Realtors with our 3,800 members that we are striving to give the best service to. And I will have to definitely say, if you are in the real estate market, contact a Realtor. A licensed professional. Absolutely. Yes. I always recommend that. In case somebody wants to reach you or learn more about Sierra Nevada Realtors, what is the best way? Uh, Sierra Nevada Realtors can be reached at area code 775-885-7200. That is our Carson office. We also have a website, which is www.snr.realtor. SNR.realtor. Yes. I will put that information on our website, nevadarealestateradio.com. We'll make it easy for people to find you. I'm really glad you're here with us. Well, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. And thank you for joining us, too. I'd like to thank our listeners for tuning in as well. We're on the air again next week, same time, same station. Tell your friends and family to tune in, and then they'll make a great deal when it comes time to buy or sell real estate. Until then, goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye. You have been listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. We value your listenership and appreciate your feedback. Want to talk with Peter? NevadaRealEstateRadio.com If you want the best tax and legal secrets used by successful real estate investors today, contact Sherry Hill, the wealth protection diva at Sage International Incorporated, a local company that's been helping new as well as seasoned real estate investors for over 20 years protect their hard-earned wealth today. To schedule a free 30-minute consultation with Sherry, call 775-786-5515. That's 775-786-5515 to strategize with the Wealth Protection Diva today. Call Sage International. A gratifying career as a CSA Head Start teacher or early Head Start teacher is your chance of a lifetime. Hello, I'm Yvette Clark, and I've been in northern Nevada for over 50 years, and I've worked at CSA for one year. We do a family restaurant-style eating at Early Head Start, and the kids try all new foods. We would love to have you join us. Give us a call if you're interested, 775-786-6023. This is Sherry Hill, host of the Sherry Hill Radio Show. As a master connector, I'm constantly on the lookout for experts who can offer current insights, information, tips, and resources with a purpose to educate on what works and doesn't work in business. Next time on the Sherry Hill Show, I have Amy DeWitt-Smith, Executive Director of Neighbor Network of Northern Nevada. Their motto, it's about living well. Find out how they help folks navigate the challenges and opportunities of aging through their programs, friendships, and services that support independence in our homes and connection to our community. The Sherry Hill Show, Mondays, 1130 a.m. and Sundays at 1 p.m. on 93.7 FM. The Sherry Hill Show, where business is amplified.